pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. I'm Joey Wright. We are releasing this episode on Friday the 13th. No better time for Champaign Central and Centennial to square off in the battle for Champaign. The renewal of a great boys basketball rivalry at Coleman Caradine Gym. We stopped by Champaign Central High School to get the Maroons take on the rivalry. The Maroons are a young team, but they think they're finding their footing. About halfway through the 2022-23 campaign, a trio of Maroons will join me and Matt Daniels, Chris Chen, Chris Bush, and Axel Baldwin, along with Central Head Coach LaConte Nix. We'll talk the history of the Maroons program, what the rivalry means to them, and much more on Extra Prep. After this, stay with us, and thanks for listening. Easy in access and awesome in content describes the News Gazette app, the one and only app you will need when it comes to your local news and events. The News Gazette mobile app delivers breaking news 24-7, comprehensive high school sports coverage, Tom Kasich's mailbag, and yes, even the obituaries. For only 40 cents per day, the News Gazette mobile app is a no-brainer. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order the News Gazette mobile app today. Hello and welcome to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. I'm Joey Wright with sports editor Matt Daniels. And Matt, you can kind of feel it in the air this week. Central Centennial coming up. We're going to talk with Champion Central Boys Basketball in just a little bit. Yeah, it's a crosstown rivalry game that uh, always brings out a, a good crowd, no matter if it's at Combs Gym at Champaign Central, or like it'll be Friday night at Coleman Caradine Gym at Centennial. Uh, Two teams that uh, have players on both sides that know each other well, either from playing together in middle school or playing against each other in in middle school, and obviously you've played against each other at the high school ranks as well. Eager to see what the the first of two meetings between those two teams, how that all unfolds on on Friday night, but uh, arguably the marquee game in our area. Even if both teams aren't having that great of seasons compared to to some past Central and Centennial teams, it should still be a... uh, an entertaining atmosphere, lots of uh, emotion, and uh, we'll get kind of the scoop from the central side of things coming up. It's my favorite cliche, throw the records out the window. <laughs> it, if, if there is a matchup that encapsulates that, it's Central and Centennial. Chris Bush says he's not talking to his friends over at Centennial That's this true. week. So. Chris Bush doesn't talk much to begin with, no. though. But as you'll find out, great player for Central, and uh, we dive into uh, what he and, and the rest of the Maroons are, are up to. He's soft-spoken, not soft-spoken on the court so much. Maybe Central's best player. He's Mm -hmm. only a sophomore. Anything but soft-spoken is Central's head coach, LaConte Nix. He'll join the program as well as Chris Bush, Chris Chen, and Axel Baldwin. That and much more after a quick break. You're listening to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast.
Transfer Portal, NIL, Recruiting. Covering University of Illinois Athletics has become a 24 hours a day, 365 days per year endeavor. It is as important as ever to be able to follow U of I Athletics. For just 17 cents per day, Illini HQ digital subscribers have access to U of I Athletics articles from Scott Ritchie, Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen, Colin Likas, and of course, Lauren Tate. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe to sign up for an Illini HQ digital subscription today. Go Illini! Welcome back to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. We are in the locker room at Champaign Central High School. Pleased to be joined by a trio of Champaign Central Maroons. Chris Bush, Chris Chen, Axel Baldwin, and head coach Lacante Nix is here as well. Who's got the mic? Chris, looks like uh, you've got the mic now. Chris Chen, that is. We'll start with you. It's uh, it's Centennial Week. Uh, traveling over to Coleman Caradine tomorrow to play the Chargers. What's the energy right now in the locker room and, and with the team? Yeah, so this this obviously the cross game rival game. It's always a big game, but um, we're focused on just trying to improve and get better. Play as a team. Um, we're not really worried about them much. Just playing our game and just knowing what we can do and just getting the best out of us. Chris Bush, how many kids on Centennial's roster do you know? Um, I'll say about five or six. Do you talk to them this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it like just uh, just to build up the hype, the anticipation for uh, a big crosstown rivalry game on a, on a Friday night? Should be a great atmosphere over at, uh, over at Centennial. Yeah, um, it's a lot, you know. Um, they're talking, but we just worried about what we can control and what we can do. Lacante, what's it like uh, getting ready for a centennial game? I know a lot of folks in, in the city and in the town really <laughs> like to, to make a big deal of it. Us at the yep. News Gazette do too. But uh, <laughs> like you've said before, it's just one game. It's not going to Yeah, make it's it one game. You know what I mean? It's, it's just one game for us. And they're good. They're led by a Hall of Fame coach and Tim Lavin. So, you know, we, like, like, like the boys have said, we're all about controller controllables. So, like we said, we're focusing on us and focused on getting better, and that's all we can do right now. You know, we can't control what they do over there. We can control us. So, that's, that's the main focus for us this week. Axel, what's it like to play in a crosstown rivalry game? We were here earlier uh, when you guys beat Urbana, but I know Central Centennial means just a little bit more. You get fans from both teams in the gym on, on all sides, all corners of the gym. What's it like to play in that environment? Yeah, I mean, it's just really exciting to me. I mean, everyone I know is going to be there, and that <laughs> – that makes me happy. They come out to support us, and I'm playing people that I've played with and against my whole life. So to continue that, it's it's fun. Chris Chen, what's uh, what's a school day like on tomorrow? Uh, is your mind on the books? I'm sure for a little bit, but also thinking ahead to to what's to come Friday night. Uh huh. Well, um, obviously academics come first. Good and answer. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And your coach likes that answer too. <laughs> uh-huh. And obviously, I'm gonna be locked in. I'm not going to talk to very many people, probably, just focused in, um, yeah, just trying to have a good day, mm-hmm. get ready for seven thirty game, mm-hmm. should be good. Chris Bush, what do you like to do after school to get away from here for a little bit, to unwind, to get your mind right? What do you, are we playing some 2K after school, or are we just kind of relaxing? What, what's your, what's your kind of pregame routine? Um, just relaxing, probably take an Epsom salt bath, watch a movie. <laughs> Just chill. Any particular type of movie? You like comedies, drama? Comedy, action. Okay. Got to loosen up before yeah. a big game. Well, Conte, yeah. what do you do before a, a game? Uh, well, 
you know the normal stuff. Make sure they got the uniforms. <laughs> make sure the checklist. My book, my scorebook's ready to go. Stuff like that. The boys, you know, what I mean, the boys on Fridays, they always go read to our elementary school. So mm-hmm. that's something that, that helps ease. I think ease the the thinking of game day. So mm-hmm. and it's giving back. So we're big on that over here. So they, they have their reading. They're, they're going to Kerry Beach tomorrow. Okay. Not Kerry Beach. I'm sorry. They're going to Booker, Booker T. T. Washington <laughs> and Bottenfield. <laughs> so we're excited about that. We're excited to get back to our schools. That's something to loosen the day up. And then, like I said, my routine is the same every game. You know, I mean, I'll get something to eat beforehand and make sure I got all my stuff ready. They got the uniforms nice and fresh and clean. Mm-hmm. So we'll be ready to go. Well, Conte, what's your first memory of a Central Centennial rivalry? You obviously played in it and you've coached in it for a number of years. Well, we had actually when Tim Lavin was coaching over here, coaching us with us. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the name Nate Mast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Nate Mast is one of my best friends. We're college roommates. Um, um, J.D. Lehman throws a pass to Nate Mast. Five seconds left in the game. <laughs> but it was uh, quarter court. Mm-hmm. Goes in. Central wins. Game over. <laughs> Get on the bus. Come back home. And cheer in our own locker room. The gotcha. best moment of all time in the Central Centennial game. Gotcha. Uh, Axel, what's your favorite moment from a Central Centennial game? Yeah. Obviously, you've had a chance to play in a couple of these growing up watching them. Your favorite moment. Go. Um, I'd probably say it was last year when – I just saw both student sections at the game and how big they were and how excited they were. I know it just it just brings a lot of energy and it gets me excited to play. So I feel like that's the best part of it and my best memory. Chris Chen, uh, for years I've said this, Combs Gym is just an iconic venue here. I'd say in, in this area it's probably one of the top gyms uh, mm-hmm. in, our, in our coverage area. What's it like playing out here on this court at all? Oh, it's great. A lot of the great players have been through it. Um, has a lot of history with it, and glad to be a part of it. Um, love the student section. Love our fans. Bleacher bums. Yep, okay. bleacher bums. They have, a, a lot of they have a theme picked out for Friday night yet at all? Do you know? Um, I'm not 100 percent 100 percent sure. Axel, Axel, Axel knows. Blackout. Blackout. Yeah, Axel okay. knows. Fair enough. Uh, so that should be good. Obviously, the Conte. It's been. Um, a struggle at time, times this season. Yeah. Uh, you guys are sitting at, at four and ten overall. Mm-hmm. Had a good showing though. It's in we're playing good. We're playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. Just we're a young team. Obviously, yep. we, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, we got you know, I mean, we've got three seniors, but one that really gets a, a ton of the minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, but we're, we're playing tough. We played a good normal team. Yes, a good Takao team. We're playing mm-hmm. good. We're playing good halves. But you know, I mean, just got complete games, and I mm-hmm. think that's some fatigue maybe, and we got to play more guys. I have to do better job, and you know, these kids—they're giving me everything they got. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, mostly it's on me, and I got to be better, and and that's what it is. You know, I mean, we don't—you know—we I mean, don't think about the record; we think mm-hmm. about the process. So that's what it is. Chris Bush, what uh, what was it like going down to Centralia, playing in that prestigious tournament, holiday tournament, and? You guys opened with a loss against a very good Evanston team, though, in, in the first round, but then came back and won three straight games, won the Constellation Championship. I'm sure they had to – what was kind of clicking well for you guys in Centralia, and, and what do you guys hope you can carry over from that tournament the rest of the season? Um, just sharing the ball. Uh, we shared it a lot, and we came back um, in the half. We were down, and we came back. We um, all got together, locked in together, mm-hmm. and we moved the ball and came out with the W. Mm-hmm. Chris, uh, Centennial tomorrow night kicks off, uh, what is it, five games in 72 hours or something <laughs> oh, like that uh, against great competition. You guys will play Bloomington Central Catholic. You'll play Mount Vernon. Uh, a lot of good games coming up. How do you get ready for not only the big rivalry game to kick things off, but playing so much basketball in such a short amount of time? Uh-huh. Uh, so it always starts with practice. Um, always have to make a great practice and just prepare. Um, 
the games. We're always just trying to improve, get better, and focus on like the postseason and getting better for the postseason. Um, that's what we're mainly our main goal is focusing on that. And yeah, are you guys all big Jacksonville Jaguars fans? Like your coach? <laughs> Go Jacks! <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't really watch much. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Chris and Axel, who are your favorite teams? Who are – you got any AFC South rivalries here? Or? Ravens. Ravens, okay. okay. Lamar. Lamar, all right. Axel. I don't watch much football, but okay. I, would, I would say the Bears. The Bears, yeah. okay. Fair enough. Got a new president today and former Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren going to try to salvage the Bears. Conte, though, you've got uh, obviously a huge, highly emotional game come Friday night and – no rest though. Two games on Saturday. Yeah, that's, two that's games our, on you know Monday. What I mean? that's, that, you know, that's the thing. That's why we got to play more guys. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Our schedule's tough. We like a tough schedule because mm-hmm. I think that prepares us for the for the off for the postseason play. And you know what I mean? We got no cupcakes. There's no cupcakes on the on the schedule. You know what I mean? Centennial's a good team, and then we go play <clears throat> a good Quincy Notre Dame team. Then we play a good Washington team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then we come back and play BCC, who's got a really great player. Mm-hmm. Then Farm Team's got a great player, so. You know what I mean? No rest for the rear I guess. You know what I mean? So I think these guys are prepared. You know, they play a lot of AU games in the summer. And so, you know I mean? We just got to do the best we can. And, you know what I mean? We don't make the schedule. We just play it. Chris Bush, you're pretty – you seem like a pretty even-keeled guy. You don't really get too high, too low. What's it like having an energetic coach like Coach Nix at all? <laughs> uh, it's fun. <laughs> you know, he's very competitive. Uh, he sometimes brings it out of me when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Chris or Chris Chen, rather, we'll go to you. Uh, Lacante, obviously, a, a Champagne Central guy, Champagne Central grad himself. So much history in this program. What's it like to put on the maroon and white, go out and play in Combs Gym, and just because as an Urbana graduate myself, as we talked about a little before we came on, it just always felt like Central more so maybe than Urbana and Centennial was just so much history when you come here. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, it's great. Like I said before, playing for Central, uh, I feel honored. Um, he also loves to bring back um, guys who play, who used to play on alumni, mm-hmm. and um, just like come talk to us, talk about the history, and talk about how much it means to them, and how much it me- should mean to us. And yeah, it's great. Axel, who's the uh, who's your funniest teammate? Funniest teammate. Uh... I got to say Chris Chen okay, because <laughs> he, he just makes you. me laugh all the time, maybe okay. when I shouldn't be, but he's always making me laugh, so I'll go with Chris Chen, yeah. Who's the most serious of your teammates? Uh, Chris Bush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the one that gets everyone hyped before a game? Oh, um, I think Makai does a good job at that. Mm-hmm. I think he's very passionate gotcha. with our team and – with us winning, mm-hmm. and he gets us all hyped before the game. Lacante, you mentioned uh, a young team, too. Just how has everyone kind of meshed together and, uh, you know, the chemistry of, of this group on and off the The court. chemistry's getting better and better, you know. So, you know what I mean, especially early or something, they don't really know each other well because mm-hmm. we're so young, start, starting two sophomores and the juniors, not a lot of varsity experience. But as the year's been going on, they're starting to share it a lot better, coming together as a team more. You know, we did a lot of good stuff in Centralia, going out to dinner, just doing stuff like that, helping. All that stuff helps. Mm-hmm. I mean, our culture is really good. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So, like I said, just doing little things on and off the court together and mm-hmm. what helps our team. 
How bright is the future of this team? You know, this yeah. season they've started to kind of come along here. Yeah, the, the future's very bright. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think our season's not over yet either. We're thinking about we're all in the now. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of coaches think about next year. We're not thinking about that. We're thinking about how can we be, get, get better every day in practice and get better next, for, for Friday, next week. And, you know, the ultimate goal is have success in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So sure. that's the biggest goal. Chris Bush, you've uh, you know been Central's leading scorer for most parts of uh, of the season. How how are you managing maybe teams guarding you differently? How have you noticed teams kind of handling you differently after you've had some some pretty big scoring games this season at all? Um, early in the season, um, a lot of people didn't really know me, mm-hmm. but um, I think they started to scout me and and started sending double or help, mm-hmm. extra help and stuff like that. Lacante, what's Chris Bush like on the court? What makes him such a good scorer and, and have so much potential? He's he just a quiet assassin, <laughs> for one. He doesn't talk a lot, but he does his work. He's a gym rat, for one, that makes it huge. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a great inside out game, which makes him hard to guard to be six five. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Can't put a big on him. You can't you, know, you can't put a smaller guard on him. So you know he's a difficult matchup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like I said, he's so fun to coach because he's a worker. You know what I mean? He loves to be in the gym. He's a gym rat. I think he was up yesterday, a couple of days ago at 5 a.m. shooting at his place. You know what I mean? So you got to get some rest sometimes. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? He, his future is very bright, but he's the ultimate team teammate too. You know what I mean? He loves to get his teammates involved. It's not about him. He doesn't think about the stats. He thinks the only thing he really wants to do is win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he, bring, he brings that passion every day. You know what I mean? So when he steps out there, it's all business. That's, only, that's his number one quality. He's only a sophomore in high school, but he looks about 35. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is, <laughs> that kind of, well. is that kind of a running joke among the team? Did birth certificates? He, they yeah, have to he's get an old soul. He's, an old, he's <laughs> definitely an old soul, but, you know, but he's great to have. I can tell you that. It's, it's nice to have in this locker room. Chris, you, you've got a, a new Chris Bush, that is. You've got an opportunity um, on the, the 16th. That would be uh, Monday, right, mm-hmm, The uh, yeah. to face uh, Cole Serta, Bloomington Central Catholic. I know he's getting a lot of looks. I know you guys like to take it one game at a time, and you've still got some basketball to play before you get there, but how excited are you for that matchup? Um, it's great to um, test your skills and go against other great players. Um, and, yeah, just yeah. looking forward to it. Chris Chen, what uh, – obviously, big game Friday night, but, you know, talk, talking to Coach earlier, you know, the postseason is in about a month or so. Just what would it mean for you guys to maybe just kind of get on a run here in these next couple of weeks and really be playing your best basketball kind of at the right time of the season? Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess it started at the Centralia Tournament. We <clears throat> we obviously needed a few wins to get us going. We got three, got the Constellation Championship. Um, it showed that we could, we could win if we worked together. And we did have some bad games since that. But um, I feel like um, we've learned a lot from those and – we're going to continue to get better, and hopefully we can make a, make, get a win on Friday and then continue it from there. Chris Bush, give me a scattering report of your two teammates that are sitting here. Chris Chen, what does he do well on the court? Axel Baldwin, what does he do well on the court? Uh, Chris Chen, he's a pass first. He always looks for other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he can handle the ball. He's great defensively, too. Okay. Um, Axel, he's he loves to shoot. He should drive <laughs> a little bit more. But he, he has a good shot, though. Uh, he has a great first step. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Chris Chen, going to you, uh, senior year, this is it. You know, Matt just mentioned looking towards the postseason. But as you look at the totality of your career here at Central, what are you going to miss most when you, uh, you know, when basketball season draws to a close than when you walk across that stage in, in May? Um, that's a good question. Um, there's so many things. I miss the culture. miss, like, my – 
my, my teammates, miss my coaches, um, just the energy from the fans, playing in the gym, Combs gym, um, just all the little moments and just learning and yeah. Go ahead and look out there. Um, and when Chris goes to college, he's going to be one of the um, all-time players when he goes to those games. What were they call them? The uh, help me out. The intramural. He's going to be intramural <laughs> All-American. I'm telling you that right now. So, hey, when he goes to U of I, he's going to be an intramural All-American. So, I'm looking forward to hearing the stories. His brother's doing the same right now. So, I can't wait to hear his stories about that. Awesome. Watch out at the arc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be well beyond the arc. At the arc. At there the arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lacante, what are your kind of hopes and uh, for the remaining few for any month of, of the regular season before the postseason arrives and, and the glare of you know regional action rolls around? Yeah, what, what do you what do you want to see out of this group? Just our, our team to continue to come together. You know, what I mean, it's the process. You know, what I mean, the, win, the wins and losses. You know, what I mean, that don't really matter to us as much. Of course, the wins matter, but at the same time, just growing together and, and continue to be great teammates to each other and learning more about each other and. Doing stuff, stuff like that, you know what I mean? We don't put a, you know, we don't put a lot of big focus on wins and losses because basketball doesn't define these guys or anybody on our team. Mm-hmm. So that's a big, big-time message that I like to send, our staff likes to send. So, you know I mean? Basketball is just something they love to do. It's not who they are. So, you know what I mean? So that's, that's the best thing about this team, this program. And, you know what I mean, and the, when the wins come along, it's great. And when the losses come, we learn from them and get better. So. Even without putting so much of an emphasis on wins and losses, is tomorrow night kind of an opportunity to launch into that second half of the season, oh, you definitely. know, momentum-wise? Uh, don't, don't, don't get that wrong. We're all competitors. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? We, and we, we want to win, you know what I mean? We're passionate about winning. Um, but I think a lot of coaches mistake, you know what I mean? They put too much pressure on our kids. Well, we, we don't want our kids to play with a lot of pressure, you know what I mean? It's just a game yeah. at the end of the day. But yeah, but, yeah, we definitely want to win. I think that'll help us and the springboard us to, you know what I mean, to more wins and – we got to continue to get better about the process. Lacante, what uh, what's it been like for you? You longtime assistant here yeah. for oh, multiple been... head coaches, and, and then you get the head coaching job, mm-hmm. and you're you know coming out of the pandemic, unusual yeah. circumstances, yes. and, it, it, and now it, this you're probably kind of this is it, your first normal. Yes, type yeah, season. it's like my first really real year, and mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 great. It's it's fun, you know what I mean. And I, you know, what I mean, I probably beat myself more than I, you know, what I mean, more than anybody. <laughs> Looking in the mirror, saying, "Well, I can be different." I mean, I'm always the first guy that I look at and trying to be better. I'm trying to work on myself and get better in that way too. So yeah, it's been great. You know, what I mean, we got great kids. I mean, the team is awesome. You know, what I mean, so you know, what I mean, they all so coachable. Body language is always on point. So that's the, that makes the job easy when you can coach kids that love love the game and are coachable. And yes, yes, coach, no coach, guys. So. It's been great. It's been it's been good. Just need a couple more wins, but hey, they'll come when they need to, when they come. Axel, what's your first memory of Coach Nix? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I think it would have to be my freshman year playing JV okay. and just how hard of a coach he was, and I wasn't really used to that <laughs> coming out of middle school. I mean, I had I had a hard coach eighth grade, but well, it was just to? I went to Edison. Okay, comments. Still comments. It was just a different thing, and I wasn't used to it at first, but, I mean, it, it made me such a better player, and it really, like, woke me up to the real game of basketball and not just middle school basketball. Same question to, to both Chris's. You guys can take turns answering it. First memories of Coach Nick's. Um, to be honest. Remember, would, he controls your plane. Though. <laughs> that's right. <Yeah. laughs> um, it would probably also be my freshman year when I played up on JV, probably, like, <clears throat> probably like we were, I was on the bench and um I remember like 
it might have been the Central versus Centennial game okay. or, or something. Uh, one of our team uh, teammates made a bad turnover. And I saw him look at look over <laughs> at the bench, yell my name out. I was I was nervous and yelled at yelled to go in the game and um, yeah, I guess that was a opportunity to play. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Chris Bush. Um, last year, um, my first practice, uh, he did a lot of yelling. <laughs> and that's just, that's just, that's just what I remember. Also, him teaching me stuff like, like, it's going to be okay. Like, mm-hmm. you're young. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Chris Bush, what is a practice like? Uh, I know we've talked a lot about the yelling, but what is that? What, what, <laughs> the, he doesn't yell that not much. Not that much, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is – and I know we're getting you out of practice right now, so you can thank us later, but uh, what is a practice like here at Central? Um, it's very defensive-focused. Um, mm-hmm. We vouch on our defense, and um, we practice it every day. Um, we want it to be more competitive, and that's what we're striving for, and just getting better, basically. Laconte, do you think you're the uh, the best fungo-hitting basketball coach I, in the I think 12. I'm the best multi-sport coach <laughs> in the state by the way I can hit fungos I can throw a football and I, and I definitely can shoot the rock as well so what keeps you going I mean you, you've obviously the kids mm-hmm. you, know, you know I mean that's what it is it's trying to change change mode minds mm-hmm. you know I mean it's, it's never been about me I, you guys heard me say that a bunch of times it's about these guys in the team and the students that go here you know I mean I get to know so many kids and their parents so it's good if I got a little you know I mean I had great coaches when I was here. I had Coach Davis. Coach Lavin was one of my mm-hmm. coaches. I've learned a ton from Coach Lavin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and so, and, and Verdo Jones at Urbana, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. had so many people pour pour into me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know what I mean, the least I can do is pour back. So, that keeps me going. I'm getting tired. I'm over 20, 20 years. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I love it. So, I'm going to miss the Jags game on, on Saturday, but this is, this is better for sure. That's what I wanted to close on. One more for you, and yeah. Matt, if you had no, anything else, exactly. hop in. But uh, how do you manage that on Saturday, playing while the Jaguars are playing? Well, I'm, I'm glad we play at 6, yeah. so I got Peacock on my phone. <laughs> so on the bus ride, I'll be watching the game. There you go. On the bus ride home. So hopefully it'll be over by 7.30, so I'll, make, I'll miss probably the first quarter maybe. But I'll be locked in on the way home. And, and, and uh, you heard it first here. Um, Jack, Jack's 49 ers Super Bowl, Jack's 24, 49 17. Oh, man. Go, Jack's. <laughs> I like it. Uh, guys, appreciate all your time. Best of luck tomorrow against Centennial and moving forward. Getting you out of practice, so we'll let you guys get back to it. That's Chris Bush, Chris Chen, Axel Baldwin, and Champaign Central head coach Laconte Nix. Sneak in a quick break and come back for more on Extra Prep. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome back to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. Joey Wright and sports editor Matt Daniels back in with you. Big thank you to Champaign Central Boys Basketball for joining us. Chris Chen, Chris Bush, and Axel Baldwin, Lacante Nix as well. They will play Centennial on Friday, December, or rather uh, January 13th. It is January. We are in the new yeah, year. We're in the new year. Get used to it. Big, uh, big question, Joey. Yes. Who wins tomorrow night? 
That's a great question. I don't want to go against Central, having just talked to them and thank them for their time. <laughs> so you want to you want to upset the Chargers? Is what I'm. No, I don't want to do that either. Okay. The the Chargers. Someone are has be to the, win. Someone. I think it'll be Centennial, and I'll okay. give it to them. They're at home. Uh, they've been the better team this year. Right. They've got a number of weapons. Uh, saw them against Danville, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they've got the likes of uh, Preston of Sledge. Preston Sledge. Thaticonda's a, mm-hmm. a piece as well. They're at home tomorrow. I think Central's still kind of figuring it out. I think it's close. What's and, the score? Oh man, that's a that's a better question. I, I don't think it'll be. I'm going to guess in the 50s, okay. 60s somewhere. You okay. know, not a, not a a shootout, but not a defensive struggle okay. either. How many Centennial going to have? I, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet they win. Let's go 62, oh, 56. Right. Oh, I think okay. They kind of pull away a little late. All right. It's a little closer than that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but I think when they're at Combs later on, um, I think that's something like the third to last game of the mm-hmm. season for Central. I, I think it might be a different story. Yeah, Central's uh, struggling a little bit uh, coming in, sitting at 4-10. and 10. Centennial had a, a five-game win streak snapped uh, against Normal Community the other night. They're, they're sitting at 10-8 and eight, uh, this season. But uh, like you, Joey, I'm going to take the host Chargers in, in this one. Uh, I think it'll be a... Uh, Competitive game throughout. Uh, I think Centennial just has enough uh, enough experience, uh, enough playing on their home mm-hmm. court at Coleman Co- Coleman Caradine Gym. Uh, so I'm going to go Centennial forty eight Central thirty nine. Right. A little low scoring. Going to be a little nerves coming out there. At the beginning, well, obviously the adrenaline is going to be flowing early on with a big crowd. The student sections will be out in full force for both teams. But uh, yeah, I like the Chargers in this one. We'll we'll see uh, we'll see how it all plays out though. Friday night should be a great game. I mean, you know, it, it'd be a great crowd on hand for uh, for both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, Coleman Caradine a little larger than mm-hmm. Coleman's Gym, mm-hmm. so you know it'll be a fun atmosphere. It'll be a good test for Preston Sledge. Did not have the best game against Danville. In mm-hmm. fact, I think he was held off the scoreboard in the first half. And Chris Bush, only a sophomore, going to be a good test for him. You know, he hasn't uh, dealt with the big stage, you know, all that much compared to his mm-hmm. upperclassmen counterparts. So should be a fun one. As you said, the highlight uh, of, of the season to some extent, uh, anytime you've got Central and Centennial going at it. And you, you, you get Central and Urbana, you know, Centennial, Urbana, it's it's big to some extent too. But even as an Urbana graduate myself, Central Centennial, it, it takes the cake. Who's the bigger rivalry for Urbana? Is it is it Centennial or is it Central? I always viewed it when I was there as Centennial, partially okay. because that was the, the, the Finky era. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got uh, Nick and Tim Finky at, at Central. I don't think there was a close game between Urbana and, and Central in the four years I was there. Right. Whereas you look at Urbana and Centennial at, at that time, uh, I think the my, my junior and senior year, I think they played four times. I think Centennial won all of them, but the combined margin of victory was like 10 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, every game was like an instant classic, like, yeah. you know, tremendous affair. So I'd say Centennial, yeah, I think it kind of depends on the sport maybe to some extent, though. Okay, fair enough. Uh, some other uh, big games, especially next Tuesday, arguably prone to the biggest games in, in our boys basketball games in our coverage area happens next Tuesday in, in St. Joseph. Uh, Prairie Central and St. Joseph Ogden go at it in an Illini Prairie Conference clash. Prairie Central suffered its first loss of the season, losing to Morton on, on Tuesday night. They fell from the number one spot in the Class 2A Associated Press Bowl down to number two. This week, St. Joseph Ogden, uh, they're no longer unbeaten. They lost twice last week, lost to Williamsville and then to Linton Stockton uh, over in Indiana. 
before rebounding though and picking up some impressive wins they they beat nashville this past saturday night 59 35 and then uh, knocked off teotopolis at home uh, 53 40 on uh, on tuesday night as ty pence continues his quest to uh, become the program's all-time leading scorer and getting close to 2,000 career points but uh, next tuesday night in, in st joe if you're looking to get out to a, a high school boys basketball game this season uh make your way to, to st joe it should be a, a great conference matchup between uh, two class 2a programs that have uh, lofty aspirations this season to play beyond february and uh, make their run in march yeah a lot of talent on the court uh, you look at dylan bazell for prairie mm-hmm. central of course ty pence for st joseph ogden should be a great game and i love st joe's gym you know i haven't seen it packed but uh it'll be an atmosphere because you've only got one kind of upper level mm-hmm. i mean the, the, it should be i would think packed for that I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine wanting to skip that game so should be a great atmosphere in st joe uh, get there early and and watch some good basketball could be a preview of a match up down the line yeah exactly and, and we're recording this on on thursday evening we went over to central earlier today earlier on thursday and, and talked caught up with the maroons but uh, big girls basketball game thursday night locally uh down in tuscola the, the warriors host clinton in the central illinois conference matchup uh, rematch of the holiday hoopla title game last month over at monticello that tuscola ended up winning and uh the warriors are sitting at 20 and 0 on the season going into uh thursday night uh, if they can get past Clinton and get to 21 and 0, which is entirely possible, Clinton's a, a solid team, but they're not a great team. They're sitting, I think, 11 and 8 going into Thursday night. Although they did give Tuscola a game when those two teams met at Monticello, it just keeps the Warriors' special season going. And uh, Ella Boyer, Izzy Wilcox, Harley Woodard, Leah Patterson, uh, Sydney Moss, a host of others have, have really been key for Tim Kolbecker's program in this uh, magical season so far. And uh, it'd be really cool to, to see that uh, unbeaten streak continue for as long as it might uh, might go, especially if they can carry that all the way before the postseason rolls around in February. That uh, will just amplify the, the spotlight more on, on what Tuscola Girls basketball uh, has accomplished this season. Tuscola, I think Tuscola wanted to, you know, they came into the season wanting to prove us wrong. I think they were like fifth or sixth in our mm-hmm. preseason uh, top ten, and, and since then they haven't lost. So yes, they, <laughs> they are now firmly number one yep. in our, our weekly top ten poll and, and have been uh, for some time. Um, also, this upcoming weekend starts on Friday night uh, over in Danville. The Vermilion County tournaments tip off, longstanding traditions uh, for both the boys and the girls' tournaments, a little new format, new setup this year. The games aren't in, in downtown Danville at David S. Palmer Arena. They've moved them over to the Danville Area Community College campus and Mary Miller Gymnasium. And uh, our preps coordinator, Colin Likas, had a, a big write-up in, in Thursday's paper uh, about the switch. And uh, looks like it's going to be beneficial for everyone involved. Mary Miller Gym is a little bit more intimate venue than, than Palmer Arena. Not a big ice hockey rink slapped in the middle of, of that venue at all. And uh, <laughs> it should be a great atmosphere over there. Uh, on the boys' side, Salt Fork and Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin are, are probably the teams to beat. Uh, Salt Fork sitting at 16 and one. They received some votes in, in this week's 1A statewide poll. Their only loss this season is to Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin, which came in the the championship game of the the Bismarck Heritage Christmas Tournament. Uh, on the girls' side, uh, Salt Fork and Armstrong Potomac on a collision course to probably meet again in the championship game like they did last year, which Salt Fork ended up winning. Um, It's just one of those events that kind of helps this kind of, Joey, you and I were talking earlier. It's not like the dog days of the basketball season right now, but 
you get through the the holiday tournaments and all the prestige and fanfare that surrounds that and then it's just kind of almost a waiting game until the postseason arrives in in february or so but the the county tournaments really uh kind of spice things up a little bit give some more incentive to to play and uh, we'll see how that all unfolds at vermilion county also over in the the bloomington area as well the mclean county heart of illinois conference tournaments tip off on saturday both the boys and girls uh, start at el paso gridley uh what's really cool about that is they get the chance to uh the the carrot for a lot of these teams is the the chance to play at the Shirk Center uh, mm-hmm. on the campus of Illinois Wesleyan University and uh, that's quite the venue over there just a great setup not only for the Illinois Wesleyan team but all the, the various high school games that they host throughout the year as well especially with the State Farm Holiday Classic and they host the the championship games and uh, some of the quarterfinals and semifinal games on on both the boys and girls side as well uh, GCMS locally is probably the best chance gcms boys has probably the best chance to to make a run in that uh they're the third seed so they get a buy into the the quarterfinals uh they won't play until i believe tuesday uh we'll see who they play based on on saturday's outcomes as well but uh, those two uh, are kind of staples here on, on the area basketball calendar and uh eager to see how all the action unfolds at those two tournaments and Shark Center, as you mentioned, a, a great venue. Um, Illinois, Illinois. I haven't spent a lot of time on Illinois Wesleyan's campus except mm-hmm. for covering events, but they've got a beautiful campus. They do. Some beautiful facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, softball and baseball fields are top notch as well. And Mary Miller Gym over at DAC. Uh, you know, DAC knows a thing or two about hosting big events. They yes. host the NJCAA Division II men's basketball tournament mm-hmm. there every year. So. I think they will be a, uh, a formidable host of the Vermilion County Tournament this year and, and maybe for years to come. We'll see how it all plays out. All right, let's end on this, Joey. Give me your give me your top five off the top of your head. No preparation for this. We're going to talk about this all. Top five area gyms to watch a, watch a, watch a game at. That's a great question. Um, Oscar Adams at Urbana cannot be number one, but okay, it can be in well, there. Well, it, it can be on the list, okay. perhaps. Um, yeah. Do they have they have seating in, in the ends at Oscar Adams, or is it just on the sides? They've got a, a big... Behind a basket. Yeah, behind the basket, but it's, I don't know, probably 20 rows of bleachers behind one of the baskets okay. can come out, but it, I, they only use that for assemblies and such, okay. because it might fit for volleyball, okay. um, but it definitely wouldn't fit for basketball, okay. so... Uh, that's a, Urbana's got a fine gym. Uh, okay. A little biased there. There are better in the area, certainly. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, my number one's Combs Gym. I was, Combs has got to be on the list, I it's think. It's up there. Yep. Um, let me think on this I like little. the I like Miller Gym at Monticello. Uh, the, the girls' holiday hoopla games are, are played there now since the Seaver Center opened, but uh, Miller Gym's just an old-school feel. He used to have, I don't know if it still does, he used to have the wooden bleachers kind of dingy lighting mm. kind of give you a feel like you're stepping back in time when you went in there see I, there's still a lot of gyms i haven't been okay. to there are a lot i have been to mm-hmm. um i've never taken in a game at monticello how about this before la salette's got to be on the list okay you know, there I love you go that old that, that i don't even know if it's old school so much as just purposefully small and it's you know <laughs> the band box the ba- yeah that's a great way to just it might be old i don't know when it was built but yeah the fans are right on top of the action okay. it at least the last time i was there there were brick walls pretty much okay. on uh, we were talking earlier lauren tate loves the the phrase cagers that's oh, what yeah. you feel like when you're playing at la salette <laughs> 
because it is a, a cage of sorts. Let's see. Oakwood's gym's nice. Okay. Uh, it's called the pit. It's kind of sunken down a little. Yep. Just bleachers on, on one side. They got a stage on, on another side. Salt Fork's got a nice gym as well, I think. Newly I, renovated at Salt yep. Fork. I have not seen it. I, I saw it uh, out there to talk with uh, Joe Hageman and the football team. Mm-hmm. I saw it while it was being renovated. I haven't been since. Centennial and Muhammad Seymour probably have the biggest in our area. Yep. Little, uh, I, I like Centennial's gym now too, just because it's got a name attached to it, Coleman Caradine mm-hmm. Gym. Um, but that place can can fill up when when that place can fill up. That's a, a great environment to to watch high school basketball. And St. Joe's got a nice gym as well. Um, Centennial, you get the smell of chlorine. That's true like with that. Unifor Pool yep. nearby there as well. Rain Tools got a nice, uh, nice bright uh, yeah. gym. They do a nice job. They host a lot of postseason. I like events. what they do at Rain Tool too, because they got. Uh, and again, it's been a few years since I've been in there, but uh, last time I was in there, they have um, they've got kind of an upper level. Uh, it's not a full, true second tier mm-hmm. balcony, but those upper level are like chair back seats. So it's not yeah. just you know the the cookie cutter bleachers that we see in, in a lot of gyms. So, all right. I don't know if we gave them with the top five. We that just kind of, we just kind of just threw yeah. about some of our, our favorite gyms in the year. No disrespect to any, we didn't mention at all. L- we just, lest we forget Danville. Um, that is an I, underrated I like, one. I like Danville's, I like Danville's as well. That's got a lot of history there and really cool walking into it and all the, the old newspaper clippings they have framed to the wall. A lot of news gives out articles up there too. Yeah. So we appreciate the, yes. the support. Yeah, do we, yes, we do. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I, I know as soon as we sign off, I'm going to forget one. So uh, <laughs> how about this? If you if you have a favorite gym, if you're a listener, why don't mm-hmm. you let us know? Yeah, you know shoot us a fun. tweet, uh, NG Preps, or drop us a note uh, somehow. Let us know uh, your favorite gym. And- Chevy Gymnasium at Schlarman, too. Yeah. Underrated. Very cool environment there. They've got bleacher seating on uh, on one end behind a basket, which you don't see at a lot of small schools. And they've also got a stage set up. They, in the past, they've hosted a lot of uh, big postseason games. So uh, I've driven. Be. I've not been to their gym. I've driven by Schlarman mm-hmm. a couple times. Their football field's kind of built into mm-hmm. the side of a, it's kind of built into the landscape yeah. a little bit. So a lot of history there. Absolutely, we yeah. could do a whole ep. We 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 went and do that over the summer. Yeah, a whole episode on facilities. There you go. Not only only basketball courts, but uh, you know, football fields, and baseball fields. Baseball fields. Drove as well. by Champagne Center earlier today. Saw the new, uh, the new soccer field and the the new softball field going up mm-hmm. uh, along Church Street there. So that's uh, really impressive and, and really cool to see. Kind of hard to imagine it if you're a longtime resident here in Champagne because that's where the old Y used to be, and now that's going to be home to some more central athletic venues in the future. And we can't do a Champagne Central episode without mentioning McKinley Field. There you go. Nope. So <laughs> hey. we had to sneak that in there. All there right. you go. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how it all plays out between Central and uh, Centennial tomorrow. Should be a fun one to watch. You'll be there. I'll be there. You got to write fast. You got to have a story in Saturday's paper. Let's hope for that's right. Let's hope for no overtime in the JV game. Yes. And as, as we say that, I'll probably get it now. And just like you ran into yeah, so about many years uh, ago. ten years ago, uh, JV overtime. Walker Stillman, former Central uh, standout in football and boys basketball. I believe he was a freshman at this point. Hit a three pointer late in the JV game to send it to overtime uh, before the varsity game. And then uh, Wayne McGl- the wait the late Wayne McLean about coach his first game at Combs Gym as Central's coach, played Centennial, and uh, went triple overtime. So that was a, a classic one, a very fun one to cover, but a very stressful one to write on deadline. But still, good memories all around. You never know what you're going to get. Should be a good story tomorrow either way. Appreciate Champagne Central's time today. 
Chris Chen, Chris Bush, Axel Baldwin, LeConte Nix joining us. I'm Joey Wright, along with sports editor Matt Daniels. This has been Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. Thanks for listening.